Community Cats podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats podcast. I am your host, Stacey LeBaron, and today we are going to try something a bit different. It'll be just me today, and I would like to share with you some books that I have read and found helpful in my work setting up this podcast and also in my work helping others grow and develop their organizations. But first, I have a couple of announcements. We're closely approaching our 100th episode, if you can imagine it. I want to thank all of the guests who have been on the show. We have an incredible archive of shows, so please feel free to go back and check out some of our past episodes. We're also grouping our episodes by subject in our Cat Academy. So if you feel like listening to a group of episodes that just focus on kittens, you can go there and check out the module. We should have that set up pretty soon, if not already. I also want to make sure that you aren't being shy out there. I'm doing this show for you, to help you. I want to know what you need to make your job easier. Let me help you. Feel free to email me any of your questions at stacy at communitycatspodcast.com. Also, feel free to comment on our Facebook page and Twitter account. We're also on Instagram and YouTube, and I believe we're also on Google+. We're trying to get out there and everywhere. Oh, and Pinterest, too, if I didn't mention that. We're trying to be out there on all forms of social media. It's why I love and hate it just oh so much. So uh, feel free to get out there and help spread the word about the Community Cats podcast. Okay, on with the show. Today, I'd like to recommend five books. Two are by authors that have been guests on the show, and three have not, but I have found their work valuable. The first book I'd like to recommend is called To Save a Starfish by Jennifer Blow. This is a workbook to help us deal with compassion fatigue. This is an area that I have long ignored over the years, but I think it's important that we now really address and realize how important it is for us to not be shy about how we feel. I know there were many times when I was just against the wall. I had so much going on between family and sheltering and cats in my care that needed my assistance. I just really felt like I just didn't have anywhere to turn, and I didn't know how to take that step forward. And so I really think that there are times where we need breaks, we need time to recover and heal, and Jennifer really helps us through that process in this workbook. This is a workbook for you. You'll learn from the stories of others, but also by going through this book, you'll learn some tips on how you can heal yourself. She has some interesting sections where she asks questions. You can write answers down. So I call it more like a journal, less like a workbook. I found it really interesting to read through. And I highly recommend checking out her interview that we had on the CCP. It's episode number 78. And feel free to listen to her show. I just found her a pleasure to interview. She was a joy to listen to. You could really feel the caring that she had when we spoke. And she really wants to make a difference for folks that are struggling in the animal welfare field. In addition, I'd also like to recommend Amy Sandler's podcast, which is CCP number 87. And there she actually, in the interview, tried to draw me into some meditation, 
which I will say, I am not a good meditator, or I have tried a couple of times to meditate and it's been me sitting there making my grocery list or thinking about all the things that I need to do. But meditation for stress relief is really important. And she pretty much had me uh, had me lulled in the show. I had to kind of pinch myself to keep myself going. So if you're interested in learning more about using meditation as a uh, stress relief practice, I'd highly recommend uh, checking out Amy's show. It was a first for me. It was just really interesting and something different than our standard shows. So the second book that I'm interested in recommending is not going to be a surprise to those of you that listen to this show on a regular basis. It's called Nobody's Cats by Valerie Ingram and Alistair Schroff. This is a great children's story. Um, It's a story about a a community cat appropriate for elementary age school children. I've referenced it many, many times on the show, but I can't stress enough how cute I think this book is. Alistair and Valerie uh, are both wonderful people. They were a real treat to interview, and they have a great program in Western Canada. The story is about a black little kitty and a boy and how they discover that by spaying and neutering cats, they can help community cats. And the pictures in this book are just to die for. The story is great. Um, I can go on and on and on, but I'm not going to because it's very tempting to spoil the ending. It was a project that was very involved with children in the production of the book, as well as children who were able to enjoy the book. I highly recommend you check out Nobody's Cats by Valerie Ingram and Alistair Schroff. And all of these books, I would say, are available on Amazon. So if you just do a quick search on Amazon, you should be able to find these books. And we will try and make sure we get some links in the show notes page for you. Now I'm going to talk about my third recommended book, which is called The Humane Economy. It's by Wayne Passell. Many of you may have already read the book. It's gotten quite a bit of press. I believe he was able to get on Oprah to promote the book. The book was written by the head of the Humane Society of the United States, Wayne Passell. And it isn't just about community cats, but I found it to be very educational with regards to learning about all parts of animal welfare. I'm, I am, like many people, I get involved in my own little tunnel, focusing just on community cat issues being aware of other issues that are going on with regards to animals, but I just, you know, in order to be able to feel productive, I have to kind of zone in and focus in. But there are times where it's good to let loose and read about other areas in animal welfare. And Wayne shares many of his own personal experiences working with corporate America to change their practices regarding animals. And I definitely got a sense that he was working harder to partner with the organizations or the corporations and to find a common middle ground rather than being their adversary. So rather than being outside the building picketing and and that kind of thing, he was working on ways to get the board members engaged and involved and concerned about how animals were being treated in corporations and using it sort of from the inside out as a way to effectively manage change. So one thing that you might think about, well, what, what does this book have to do with community cats? How does it apply to us? Well, I was thinking, well, while Wayne might be talking with McDonald's corporate, you know, we very well may be talking with a local manager in town, and both of these parties have to work intertwined together. If we've got a group of cats 
behind a McDonald's, which I would say probably most McDonald's do, or other fast food organizations or Walmarts or those kinds of organizations, I think it's really important for us uh, as leaders on a local level to provide a certain type of impression and responsibility and importance and show that we can really be impactful with those community cats behind the dumpsters and provide a humane environment. While at the corporate level, you know, we are dependent upon some of these bigger players like a Humane Society of the United States to create a platform where we're able to work together. So the small franchises are going to get some positive leadership from the corporate headquarters. So if we are working together towards a common goal, then we'll be even more successful and we can learn from each other and how to be successful. So we need to, you know, present ourselves professionally with a level head when we're trying to work with the smaller businesses to convince them that we need to have a uh, proactive uh, community cap program in their backyard. So I just felt that this case study was really helpful in being able to think about those sort of negotiation tools. The book also touches on the five freedoms a fair amount, and I think it's good for us to remember these freedoms when we're assessing what to do with a colony of cats that might be at risk. The five freedoms are freedom from hunger and thirst by ready access to fresh water and diet to maintain health and vigor, freedom from discomfort by providing an appropriate environment, including shelter and a comfortable resting area, freedom from pain, injury, or disease, freedom to express normal behavior, freedom from fear and distress. This list was provided to me by the ASPCA website. And just using this checklist really helps us in our efforts in determining what the next best steps are for cats in our community we just run through these five freedoms and really uh, analyze the colony that we're having to deal with in figuring out what our best next steps are, it's kind of nice to fall back onto these five freedoms and just really think through where our cats are. Are they suffering? Do they not have access to food and water? Are they in discomfort? Are they in pain, injury, disease? Are they able to express their normal behavior? And do they have any fear or distress? Keep that in mind. Maybe put it on a little index card. Keep it in your car. And when you're working with these colonies and the caretakers, these are questions you can even ask of them. And now let's take a moment to listen to a few words from our sponsors. Accidental Exiles by Bruce Perry. Jesse McAllister, a young Texan and a rock war vet, escapes to Europe where he seeks a new direction and to heal his desert wounds. Wandering the streets of Ascona, Switzerland, he meets and falls in love with a beautiful Italian waitress named Sonia Altarelli. Since the horrors of combat he encountered with a boyhood friend, Jesse will have nothing more to do with war. This story is his farewell to arms. Check out Accidental Exiles on Amazon.com today. Are you starting to think about that special holiday gift? Why not give the gift of a Community Cats podcast branded t-shirt, coffee mug, bag, or other item? This is the perfect way to spread the word about helping community cats. The proceeds from the sales will go to support the Community Cats podcast and the Community Cats Grants program, which helps small groups grow their fundraising programs to be able to fund more spay-neuter programs for free-roaming cats. Go to www.communitycatspodcast.com and click on our shop button in the menu bar today to get that perfect community cat gift right now. 
Thank you, everybody, for supporting the show. The fourth book that I'm recommending is called Community Cats, A Journey into the World of Feral Cats by Anne Beale. I found this to be a very enjoyable read about feral cat colony management in Chicago. Focuses on the story of Anne and her family adopting some working cats to help with rats in Chicago. It was a feral cat relocation process and it was successful. I learned some very interesting new tips, like the outdoor litter box, and I found this to be a very easy read. Anne did a nice job of interweaving stories of other caretakers around the city and how she was able to learn more about community cats in general, beyond her own group of feral cats. Her writing style is very easygoing. The book did cover challenges that were faced, but it wasn't overbearing in the book. So I would say I stayed with her group of cats and just followed along with the happy story. I think if you're looking for a positively themed book about community cats, this is your book. Some books can be too heavy in advocacy, and I don't think this is the case with this one. She does some data collection to prove why community cat program is good, but I really just enjoyed the storytelling. I found it fascinating just sort of following the lives of these cats and where they went and how they interacted with people in the neighborhood. It's one of those things where the story got to me more than the statistics. It's one of those uh, scenarios where I'd say, you know, the storytelling helps us all. And the last book that I would like to recommend has absolutely nothing to do with cats, but it can be helpful to all of us. And it's called Getting Things Done, The Art and Stress Free Productivity by David Allen. I think of myself as a pretty organized person, but this book by David Allen can really help all of us who are balancing so many different tasks every day. This book really helped me learn to focus on my larger goals first and help me move the little stuff that gets distracting to the side. If you read this book, he gets pretty intense about filing systems and such, which gets a little overwhelming. I just couldn't go there. But I like his ideas about having regular reviews and, as I said before, focusing on the big stuff first. What I've taken away from that book in my own personal realm is, you know, at the end of each week, I prefer to do it at the end of the week rather than the beginning of the next week, which is to sort of review what I've accomplished during the week and then what do I hope to accomplish the next week and sort of get the stage set and ready for the next week's work. It's nice to have something that's sort of a closure on Fridays so that on the weekends, even though I do still check email, for those of you who do know me, I tend to check email pretty regularly. I feel like I have my plan pretty well set for what I'm going to be doing the next week ahead by that Friday, and I can kind of just sort of enjoy my weekend, respond to things if there are emergencies, but save a lot of stuff for Monday that comes in over the weekend. It's also an expression of control, reading one of these books about how to organize your time and how to organize your files and your paperwork and how to organize your feeding schedules and that kind of thing. This is, it's a good expression of control. It's another reminder. This book reminds me that I'm in control of my time. I make choices about how my time is used. And this book continually reminded me of that, that, you know, if you're saying yes to one thing, you are putting aside that time that you could be doing something else. And so we need to be very much aware of that when we are making our, our decisions on, on how we spend our time. We also think about grouping things together to be more efficient and batching your efforts. And also I would say from my own experience, it's very important to be able to ask others for help and being able to share in the work. So much of our work involves much more than what one person can do. And you really do need to be willing to ask others for help and share in those tasks. 
that's what I have recommended to you today for books, just to summarize them for you. So the first book that I spoke about was called To Save a Starfish by Jennifer Blau. And then there's Nobody's Cats by Valerie Ingram and Alistair Schroff. The Humane Economy by Wayne Passell. Community Cats, A Journey into the World of Feral Cats by Anne Beale. And then lastly, it's called Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity by David Allen. Well, folks, those are my book recommendations. Let me know what you thought of the show. And if you have any book recommendations that you think I should share on the podcast, I would love to read and to learn. So I'd be thrilled to learn from all of you what helps you to be more effective helping community cats. We'll make sure to get the links of these books into the show notes, and I hope you really enjoyed the show. Feel free to share with others, and we will be catching you tomorrow with another episode of CCP. Take care now. Thank you for listening to the Community Cats podcast. I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and leave a review of the show. It will help spread the word to help more community cats. 